David Stewart, you're a British Jesuit, you're from Scotland yes. originally, yes. and you are the National Director of the Pope's Worldwide Network of Prayer in London. That worldwide network, we've been getting the videos on a monthly basis. It's now an online app as well for the prayer. It's going well. It's been a big change. We are thrilled and we're grateful to God for the remarkable success that we've met over the past few years that certainly coincides with moves at the very top in Rome towards the refurbishment, what we call officially the recreation of a ministry that's been in the church Uh, as we just celebrated in the middle of this year for 175 years. So this change, this redevelopment of what is now known as the Pope's Prayer Network, has been known as the Apostleship of Prayer, has finally a process of about 10 years, uh, which began therefore in the time of Pope Benedict, and was encouraged with great enthusiasm by Pope Francis, has now come to its conclusion And we are already uh, reaping the benefits of the changes that have been made, the updating, not least the embracing of new technologies, digital and video technologies. So as I say, we're, we're thrilled with what's happening and we're excited by the prospects of how much more there is to come. So for people who don't know a lot about the worldwide network of prayer, the Pope's Prayer, just explain simply for them what it is. 175 years ago in Paris and in southern France, French Jesuits in studies, we call them scholastics, reported to their superior that they were feeling a bit frustrated being stuck in the library, in the books, and they wanted to be out on the apostolate. That's something to be grateful for because that's what we're about, but we do have to, to prepare and we're expected to be, we're expected to study well and hard and sometimes for quite a long time to be, to be fully equipped for the apostolate. So that Jesuit rector had a very good idea of saying to them, you're not going to get away from the books, you know, you've got you've to pass your exams, you've got to write your essays, but here's a way of being apostolic as you do so, and that's praying for the mission of the church particularly the intentions that are on the heart of the, of the Pope, of the Holy Father, because he has such a special, indeed unique view, worldview, overview of the, to use a phrase that we use often, the challenges that face humanity and the Church's mission. And so the idea was born of praying for a specific named and articulated intention of the Holy Father each month that from a very early moment was united with devotion to the heart of Christ, the Sacred Heart. And these are the areas that we've been looking at again, upgrading, representing, refreshing for a 21st century audience. And there's plenty of evidence in many parts of the world, Britain not least, that people of goodwill, not just Catholics, are responding to this new invitation. We see the the invitation as a proposal, a challenge even, to mobilize for Christ's mission. So we don't simply invite people to say our prayers. We invite people to open their hearts. This is the connection with the heart of Christ, to place our own hearts beside the heart of Christ and to be mobilized for mission according to what the Holy Father presents each month, each in her or his own situation. 
So this month, for example, the prayer intention is, so Pope Francis asks, I want you, and that's everybody around the world of goodwill, want you to pray for what? One of the concerns of Pope Francis since he became Pope has been the situation in the Middle East and the general situation of persecution of Christians. He's drawn our attention to the fact that there's greater persecution of Christians now than at any point in history. And that includes the time of Christ and the early church. So a great deal of that persecution happens in the Middle East, which of course is the the birthplace of the three great Abrahamic religions of the world. And such a, a tragedy, scandal you may say, that there is so much conflict in that selfsame place. So he's invited us all to to pray about that situation. That includes getting to know the situation, informing ourselves a little better about it, understanding what's going on, and through that, in some circumstances, ways in which we can respond to the situation practically, as well as in our prayer, may emerge. And I know that there have been other months praying for refugees, praying for the elderly, praying for people who are sick. And each month he does a a lovely little two-minute video. For people listening, how would they make sure that they can find out each month what they're to be praying for? Because even groups around the country could do that, I'm sure, as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, the Pope video has been a huge success story. Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands downloading and watching the Pope video each month. It comes out around the beginning of the month, and the Pope personally presents just a few lines, but they're all well-chosen lines on the intention for that month. We are supported by an excellent professional agency working across various countries that specialises in doing this kind of support for good causes. Uh, We're very grateful that we have developed a partnership with them And um, people can find the Pope video on our own various websites, both in the British Jesuit world and the Irish Jesuit world. The downloads can be done on smartphones, on tablets, on desktops. We've also got our our other digital offering, of course, is the Click to Pray digital prayer facility, which again, um, it works as an app, so you can download an app to your smartphone or your tablet. You can, if you wish, have prayer notifications sent to your phone or or tablet or whatever each day. It gives you an opportunity each day three times to, to reflect, to make a morning offering, traditional to the Pope's prayer network since those early days 175 years ago, a brief moment of prayer in the middle of the day, and then a reflection in the evening that is in part inspired by the Ignatian tradition of prayerful review of the day, uh, sometimes known as examine. So that's a nod in the direction of the, the Jesuit heritage in the 175 years of the Pope's prayer network. It's in the Sacred Heart Messenger for people in Ireland who get that. They can oh, yes, always look at that in a printed mm-hmm. version. Mm-hmm. Would it be nice, and I don't hear this happening, if it were announced in the churches at the Sunday Mass, they read out lots of notices. It would be nice if maybe the priests at Mass would think about saying, telling people the Pope's intention for this month is. Well, I'm pleased to be able to say that uh, an increasing number of parishes in England and Wales are doing so. And one of the focuses of, of our own work over there has been to invite parish priests 
parish councils, chaplains, to do exactly as you suggest, to take the Pope's intention for the month and to include it, for example, in the prayers of the faithful, the so-called bidding prayers, for example, to put it in the parish newsletter, for example, to put it on the parish website or social media pages, and more and more are actually doing so. So if the Irish parishes were listening to this, would they contact, say, somebody like Donald Neary if they wanted more information or go to the Jesuit website? The easiest thing would almost certainly just be to go to the website where we do publish the intention each month, plus some supporting material, some written reflections. The Click to Pray website carries the intention each month as well. And um, clearly the Pope video. Easy to find on the main website, which is based in the Vatican, the intentions for the whole 12 months. That's you're there in one or two clicks, and that's Pope's Prayer. VA. Very easy. Uh, so, very easy to find there. Just click on the tab that says intentions. It's a great thing to have, isn't it, the power of prayer being united worldwide. I think there's something really lovely to think that you're praying with in every country in the world. People are praying for something really important. Well, we've also been talking recently more and more about the strong Eucharistic dimension of the Pope's Prayer Network, which has also been there since the beginning. And uh, I love to say, whenever I get the opportunity to talk in a parish or a chaplaincy, Perhaps we don't always realise that somewhere in the world, every moment of every day, Mass is being celebrated. And Mass is, if nothing else, is Jesus' own self-giving. So each day, Catholics, people of goodwill, as you pointed out, are being invited into a similar self-giving, to put it in slightly fancier language, to live Eucharistically. So we may be increasingly in the era of secularization, but there's still plenty going on. Christ's works continue and the invitation to be partners in Christ's mission continues, not least in that Eucharistic sense.